Welcome back to PR After Hours. I'm your host, Alex Greenwood, bringing you your weekly cocktail of PR and marketing tips that will help you and your business. Hey, we'll get right to it after this message. It's probably not a shock to you that I think podcasting is a very essential part of growing your personal brand, growing your business, getting the word out, meeting new people, networking, all that stuff. Otherwise, why would I be doing a podcast? Why would I be podcasting since 2006 off and on back when we used, you know, Dixie cups with string and, (laughs) and maybe we used a telegraph actually, instead of actually a podcast, but I find podcasting to be very useful. And I'm really excited to talk to somebody who I view as a new pioneer in getting good guests. I, what I love about this guest is he has done so much to advance quality of podcasts by connecting good podcasters with great guests. So that's why I'm really pleased to welcome James Mulvaney to The Lounge. He is the founder of Matchmaker.fm. Welcome to The Lounge, James. How's it going, Alex? It is going so very well. I meant what I said about that. I signed up for Matchmaker only a couple of weeks ago. And now I've been podcasting forever. I've had a different show since 06. Uh, This show that you're on was started in January. I have another show that's concurrently running since uh, 2016. And I've got to tell you, after a while, it gets really difficult to find good guests. Mm. And part of the reason I found, James, is because it seems that a lot of the guests I reach out to aren't comfortable with the idea of being on a podcast. Yeah. So what you've done is you create a situation where it's like, we're all friends here. We're in this together. I want to be on a podcast. I'm not scared to be on a podcast. So I'll take a step back and I'll quit being so effusive for a moment. Just to ask you, how did you start Matchmaker? So I have a a company called podcast.co and we're a podcast hosting platform. We also have a full service agency. Um, So it's a relatively new business. I also have another company, which is in the radio space. So I've been involved in the audio broadcasting space for a long time. Uh, interestingly, you said that you started, you know, podcasting in 2006. I remember I recorded my first ever podcast in 2008. And the concept of actually downloading a file onto an iPod and taking it with you is just so strange now. Um, but yeah, it, Matchmaker really came about because, you know, it's, it's pretty obvious that a lot of people, I think it's about 60% of podcasts are based on having guests on and interviewing people. We were looking for ways to, to, to drive traffic to podcast.co. And really, it just started as a funnel for the, the website. So we, we thought, okay, well, if people are looking for guests, then the chances are they might need podcast hosting. And a lot of people who are guests on podcasts end up then starting their own podcasts as well. So we set up two different landing pages, one focused on podcasters who are looking for really good guests, and one focused on um, guests who wanted to be featured on shows. And uh, we had a couple of Google Forms. So, you know, you've heard the term minimum viable product. Well, this was like the lowest possible form of MVP. And just a Google form saying, please tell us about yourself. What sort of shows do you want to get booked on? What's your areas of expertise? And, you know, we, we were, were seeing people submitting these forms and actually filling them out to some detail. But we actually had no way of connecting these people together. It was kind of like a false promise in a sense. And we just really wanted to use it to, to grow our marketing list. Um, but we, we, so we then thought, well, hang on, maybe we're actually onto something here. Wouldn't it be great if there was a place where, you know, we could, build a platform, build a community to connect these two groups of people together. And what's really great about Matchmaker is, um, you know, we only launched it in February this year and it's, we're just about to hit 5,000 users. So the growth has been absolutely amazing. It's been incredibly fast. And the most rewarding thing for me as an entrepreneur is actually hearing from people like you who have actually made lots of valuable connections. 
um, which can be sometimes just a podcast interview, sure, but then sometimes those connections can lead on to other things, new clients, new business, etc. Um, and so I just think it's, and there's so much more we can do with it as well. I, I think it's a really, really promising and interesting product to have as part of like my repertoire as an entrepreneur. I sincerely want to thank you for this product because the, the, I'll tell you this too, the sign-up process was so simple. I found it so easy. Now, of course, I had a lot of stuff ready to go. I already knew about my bio. I knew how to explain my show. I knew how to, I knew how to position myself as a guest as well. I, you know, I signed up for both. Now, nobody's calling me to be a guest, but that's okay. They probably know I talk too much. That's probably why. But, but I think that uh, I think the, the platform is, is so easy to use. And what has really uh, been interesting to me is it's not just the guests themselves, but perhaps their publicist or their agents seem to be uh, using this a lot. Is that, is that something you're finding as well? Yeah, that's, that's a common trait. And I think a lot of um, agencies out there which manage uh, influencers or business people and they will try and find them opportunities. One of the features that we'll be adding uh, in the sort of, not, not, it's not on the roadmap immediately, but it's probably going to happen later in the year is like an agency feature. So you mm. can basically create multiple profiles and, and work on behalf of your clients to, to manage them because it seems to be, you know, a, a common thing. I would like to... Uh encourage you to do so. I'm a, a, obviously a PR person for this. Yes. Uh, that's what I do for a living. And most of our listeners are involved in PR. And I can tell you that a lot of us have a stable of clients that we would love if we could just manage that portfolio in one spot. Yep. And I think uh, you could even monetize that. I mean, I think agencies should be willing to pay a little bit for that. Uh, the, yeah, that, that that's deal. part of the plan. You know, obviously, it's a free platform at the moment. You know, we wanted to make it free to, to sort of grow the community. And we always intend on having a free plan. Um, I think the, the model will be a freemium. So we'll have various features which you can pay for. Uh, obviously, we'll have, um, you know, a monthly fee for agencies that wish to use it based on the number of people they manage or something like that. But, um, you know, I think it's, the, the, the main thing to begin with was just focusing on quality. We wanted to make sure that, you know, it, it's a closed ecosystem. So you can't just kind of go in and, and browse guests. You have to be signed up to do so. And that ensures, therefore, people are actually spending time completing their, pro, pro, you know, their profile. And, uh, and it's just making sure that we, we're reaching out to the right people. So to begin with, it's just been focusing on making sure we get really good quality guests. People have got interesting stories to tell or great experience in certain areas and, and industries. And also just finding podcasters who have got, you know, great looking shows. And that's exactly what you're finding there. I uh, just, just to step back again on my own experience with it. Again, I signed up less than a month ago and I've already had well over a dozen guests uh, or reach out to me that they're publicists or the guests, quality, quality guests too. That, that is, that is the thing too. These, these are not necessarily, and I don't want to knock anybody, but you know, you want guests who really do have a story that they really do have some expertise. And I find that anybody who's asked me so far, it's very easy to click on their profile and vet them that way. And if, even if that wasn't enough, at least I could go from there and get enough to maybe Google and make sure I'm not saying anybody's out trying to pull anything, but you want to make sure that the guests are people that will be appealing and that they have some experience in talking about what they do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it makes for better conversations, doesn't it? The more interesting people, the more people who've been exposed to different journeys, whether that's business or other things, personal development, you know, um, they make for great stories and you can learn a lot from people. And ultimately, that's the idea of a podcast, I think, is you've got to think about what your audience want. You know, I think podcasting is is, is specifically a tool to, to educate and inform and entertain and delight your audience. So, you know, you can control your story very easily by having on different guests and you can kind of i think what's great about matchmaker is you know if you want to go and find someone who's an expert in you know linkedin for example or you want to find someone who's an expert in uh, you know search engine optimization you can do that quite easily 
um, there's plenty of people who have got you know different um, areas of expertise rather than just saying marketing as a whole or PR as a whole. I think so too. Well, let's let's talk a little bit. You just kind of opened that up, but let's talk a little bit why. If there's people who are consuming this show, obviously listening to the show, hmm. but why might they want to consider? Um, let's just take it from the angle of why, why would you think that most people might, or not most, but some people should consider having a podcast? I mean, I don't think everybody should. Um, and there's plenty of uh, evidence that some people shouldn't just by the quality of the show or, or the kind of, there's a lot of drift, I think, in some of these shows. Yes. There's, there's nothing worse than the first minute of a show when it's two guys going, how are you doing today? I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah. I turn that off right away. But so what are your thoughts? Why, who should do a podcast and why? Yeah, I mean, I think um, let's talk about specifically, you know, why should a business do a podcast? You know, I think podcasting is an extension of or should be seen as an extension of your existing marketing strategy. One of the main benefits of podcasting is you have people's attention for a long time. When you compare it to like what the average watch time of a YouTube video or a Facebook video, you know, people are um, more engaged. They listen for longer. So, you know, as a marketer or a business owner, that's really powerful because you can get a lot of information into, say, 20 minutes and that you would otherwise maybe not have that viewer or listener's attention um, on on a video. So I think that's one of the benefits. I think also, you know, it is a great way to push your business, your product in front of other audiences, particularly if you use this model where you're having guests on. Because ultimately, when the podcast goes live, it's good etiquette. And generally speaking, most guests will then share it with their audiences. So it's another way to promote your business to a, a wider audience who perhaps weren't aware of you previously. I think, you know, it's great to, to educate your audience as well. You know, you can provide a lot of value by, by having a podcast and, and some, making it something that's themed around, you know, what your company offers. And we've seen all sorts of stuff right down to like the, one of the weirdest, most obscure podcasts I, I've seen. We've got one on batteries, okay, <laughs> and then one on like um, like a film that you can apply to windows, like to reflect the sunlight. I, right. I don't know what it's called, but like literally these two specific podcasts I've seen, you know, for, for people who are in those industries, I was like, wow, this is really weird. But, you know, <laughs> fair enough. There's an audience for everyone, right? <laughs> right. I love that. And that, that leads me to another question. I, I've had some folks talk to me uh, to help me, for me and my agency, to help them get a podcast off the ground. Yep. And we've done that a few times. And of course, as you well know, working with clients, setting expectations is everything, right? But I've had clients who just so excited to do it, hear their voice being recorded and pushed out that they don't understand necessarily that you're not, not, you're not going to necessarily be Joe Rogan the next day. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. and, but when you're talking about all these niche podcasts, I'm really quick to say, look, just try to win in your niche. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like you have to be, you know, the, the biggest podcaster ever. Do you find that that's a, an issue that you're dealing with, with your clientele and people you're working with is, is managing those expectations? Yeah. I mean, I think again, it's, um, you know, it, it, it's interesting because we have podcasts that are really specific and they obviously have maybe a few hundred downloads per episode, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, and then we've got clients who, for example, we work with a sports brand, they have, uh, promote boxing and, and cover boxing matches and things and they get thousands and thousands of downloads each episode so you know it, it's a real broad spectrum i'd say if you're doing it for you know your business you want to focus on having a good quality audience you want to know that every person listening to that podcast could potentially be a customer or they are a customer you know or they're relevant to whatever it is you're trying to achieve i think that's the core thing you know when you i always say to anyone when you're starting a podcast like why are you doing it 
you know don't just sort of start like you said before chatting i think gone are the days when podcasts are just two blokes down the pub chatting and, and sort of like just making up as they go along i think you really need to be strategic about you know why you're doing a podcast what the objective is how are you going to measure kpis um you know is it to drive new customers or is it to educate your existing customers and, and build a relationship with them um there's there's sort of a lot of, there's so many questions and i think you need to try and answer those questions before you actually get into it and that'll make for a better quality product ultimately What's your take on on having intro, outro music, uh, that kind of thing? Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, I think sometimes you listen to a podcast and there's like a three minute intro or whatever, and it can be a bit, uh, you know, sometimes you just end up fast fast forwarding or skipping it. I think, you know, having a, a solid brand, having a format that you can follow for each episode, you know, I think consistency is one of the big parts of podcasting, you know, so if listeners know what to expect, make sure your episodes are of same or very similar length try and be respective that people of people's time ultimately as well like some podcasts will end up going off for like two hours i think 20 minutes to 30 minutes is kind of the sweet spot yeah I, there's a show I, I won't name it i love it I, I i was there from the beginning and they've become very successful in their niche and and, and they have no problem going over two hours per wow. episode and but and but they they are def, a little defensive they're like you know if you don't want to listen to it we understand but but they have a very rapid loyal niche following they probably, mm. I think they did over in, in two years, they did almost, I think, I'm, I hope I'm not telling tales out of school, almost a million downloads. So they're obviously doing something right, but you that's- for the full two hours then? I, I did it first, but I got to say, and I, and I love these guys and, and I hope they're not listening because they'll be offended, but I kind of have to stop because it's just, too, it's too much. It's you know, too I, much it, it's, it's like watching a movie every time it comes out. I don't have time mm. to watch a two hour movie, let alone listen to a podcast and give it any real attention. That's why this show here in the virtual lounge, I like to keep them around 20 minutes for interviews. And then when I just do quick tips and information, I try to keep those five to 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, because what I've found in this case is that uh, my listeners are business people entrepreneurs pr people mm. marketing people they don't have time yeah they want to hear yeah. get in and get out and i have another show uh mysterious goings on which is also on matchmaker thank you just yeah. interviewed a great guy that just got posted today near bashan through you thank you that show is always about 40 to 45 minutes maybe 50 if it's a really juicy interview and that one seems to be doing just fine too that's the one i've had since 2016 so i think it's like you said identify what your format's going to be and stick to it. Absolutely. You know, and I think you made a really interesting point of saying five to 10 minute like episodes, quick tips, that format can work really well. You know, if, especially if it's just you presenting ideas, you know, just cut to the point and, and just try and make it actionable or try and make it quick. And some, some of the podcasts uh, that I listen to, I love a, there's a podcast called your next million by a guy called Frank Kern. And I followed him for years. He's a marketer. And some of his episodes are just very casual. You know, it's just like he just cut, he just sort of will record himself. Like it's almost like his inner dialogue, but it's just like five, 10, 20 minutes sometimes, but most of them are like five to 10 minutes. And, you know, you can just sort of listen to them while you might be walking to the shop, for example, yeah. you know, and uh, you know, and you can learn something just in that kind of five, 10 minute period. Um, you know, obviously a lot of people listen to podcasts while they're doing activities such as commuting to work, uh, on public transport or in the gym or maybe doing cooking or whatever. So, you know, think about those kind of activities. Normally, you know, some people are unfortunate to have an hour long commute to work, but most people's commute might be like half an hour. So that's why I think that format really works. James, really quick. I know we're, we're going to run out of time here, but I, I wanted to ask you, what do you think COVID's done to podcast listening habits? You mentioned commutes. Well, a lot of people don't have a commute right now. Yeah. We, interestingly, 
on the radio side of things, we've seen a tremendous increase in traffic to across our client stations. Uh, and I think that's because people like the idea that, you know, there's someone on the other end. It's, it's that kind of live thing that, you know, you're listening to the radio in the background. We're interesting with podcasts. It's, it's kind of stayed about the same. We haven't really seen a big increase and we haven't really seen a decrease. And I think that's quite consistent across the board. But, you know, bizarrely, as I say, radio is really, really popular. We're seeing like three times the amount of traffic that we saw at the start of the year. I take a lot of hikes now, about five, six mile hikes, and I podcast from my constant companion. But I, you know what? There's a point, though, I started realizing that I, I needed to hear, just like you said, I needed something live. I need to be part of something that everybody's listening to at once. Yeah. And so I, I started going back to radio a little bit more. Um, I hardly mm. drive anymore. We're still kind of in lockdown where I live, uh, yeah. mostly voluntarily, but uh, that's because I like to live. So but, <laughs> but so I'm listening to radio a more. Uh, I appreciate that. Well, let's get back to, as we, as we wrap up here with Matchmaker, let's just kind of alleviate any uh, objections or fears about checking it out. I mean, it's so simple, right? What do you, what do you mm. tell people when they, they're like, I don't know if that's for me? Well, we just describe it as like it's Tinder for, for podcasters, you know, so um, it's, it's really simple to sign up. It's free. You just can connect using your LinkedIn, Facebook or Google account. You create a profile, it might take you five, 10 minutes to finish it. And then it's just about being proactive, you know, reach out to people, like start sending messages. But everyone on the platform has a single goal and single vision in mind where they either want to become guests on podcasts or they want looking for guests to be on their podcast. So, you know, that's the thing. I think being proactive. And also when I, what I say is... Um, try and customize your introduction message. You know, when you are writing a pitch to be on someone's show, try and show them in advance what value you could deliver or potentially what topics you could talk about. I think that's a, a kind of key way to win people over straight away. You know, you did that with us, if, I, if you don't mind me saying. Yes, uh, no, no, you, go for it. You, you recorded, what, a minute and a half length yep. videos, about three topics, I believe. Mm -hmm. And they were aimed at shows like mine or shows that yes. are more business or, or, or another topic. And, yep. and I love that because you just got a hold of me and said, okay, look, I can do this on Zoom. These are things I can talk about. Let's schedule yep. it. Here's my schedule link. Go. I mean, it was yep. the easiest booking I've ever had, except for maybe, you know, my mother. No, I'm kidding. She's never been on the show, but it, it, she would be more difficult. I know that. So it's really simple. So I love that idea, but you don't even have to go that far if you don't want to do a video, but I love what you're saying. Just some bullet points of, I can talk to you very intelligently about this, this, and this. Yeah, absolutely. And we're actually adding video right into the platform as well. So you can record um, like a video profile and, and we're gonna, I think we're going to add it into the messaging feature. So that's, that's coming up soon as well, which again, I think it's just going to add that another layer of engagement between podcasters and guests, which I think would be awesome, basically. James, I'm telling you, uh, I hate to admit this, but it's worth it. I'm going to, when you say it's time to start paying for this stuff, I'm going to start paying for it. <laughs> yeah. It's indispensable, buddy. You've done a fantastic Good. job. Kudos. Yeah, Cheers to you on this, my friend. Any last thoughts before we uh, close the lounge? I mean, just like if you're thinking about going into podcasting, sometimes just appearing as a guest on other people's podcasts is a great way to start. You know, you can kind of practice your communication skills and you can meet some interesting people. So just give it a go. I love it. All right. James Mulvaney is the founder of Radio.co, Podcast.co, and of course, as we discussed, Matchmaker.fm. He has described it as tender for podcasters. Yep. And it's probably almost as fun, but <laughs> it's a great platform. I'm telling you, if you're a podcaster or you want to be a podcaster, get in on it. If you want to be a guest and position yourself or your clients, PR people, this is the place to go. Again, Matchmaker.fm. <laughs> 
Oh, you know what that means? Looks like it's last call here at your virtual lounge for PR news views and interviews. Don't forget, you can ask me a question anytime. You can do it through our Twitter account, which is at ours PR, or even better, you can send me a message vocally. I would love to hear your voice, and I'll answer it on the show. There's a link in the show notes. All you have to do is sign up through Anchor FM. It's free, doesn't take long, and you record your message. I get the message. I will play your audio. Just give me your first name and the city you live in, and then I will answer the question to the best of my ability right here on the show. Don't forget to, if you're enjoying this podcast, you can support it and help increase the frequency and value of the show. Just consider being a sponsor for your brand or your agency or just yourself because you're like, I like this show. Or just drop a few coins in the virtual tip jar. Either way, there's links in the show notes. Please check that out. All of that, of course, being in the show notes where you're listening right now or at PRAfterHours.com. I see that they're turning up the lights. Last call is over and I've got to clean up this virtual lounge. And until next time, I'm Alex Greenwood and you've been listening to PR After Hours on Anchor FM.